Hello and welcome to the CSR Revived Mindset Podcast, where we discuss studies in scripture for your everyday life. The episodes you are hearing come from both of our YouTube channels, which are updated weekly. Find links in the show notes. Please make sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Today we delve into Revelation chapter 6, where we witness alarming visions of destruction that shake the very foundations of the world. We will discuss John's vision, the seven seals, who is able to open them, and what exactly we can expect from each of these seals. In Revelation 5, we learned about uncovering the scroll, the lamb and the lion, the elders and creatures, and the ultimate meaning behind them. If you did not watch the episode on Revelation 5, you can find it in the Revelation series on the channel. In Revelation 6, John, the author of the book, is granted a glimpse into the future, revealing a series of events that will unfold in the end times. These visions serve as warnings, they serve as reminders of the consequences of sin, ultimate victory of God's justice. Then I saw when the lamb broke one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying, as with a voice of thunder, come. The seven seals are found in Revelation chapters five, six, and eight. As each of these seals is broken, a picture or representation of events to take place on the earth during that period is described. Only Christ is worthy and able to open them. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll, open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So what are the seven seals? What do they represent? The first four seals are the four horsemen, the white horse, red horse, pale horse, and black horse. The fifth seal is martyrs. The sixth seal is earthquake, cosmic disturbance, and the seventh seal is silence. So let's talk a little bit about each of these seals, talk about some significance. The first of the seven is the white horse. John sees a scroll with seven seals being opened, one by one by the Lamb of God. As each of these seals is broken, a different catastrophic event is occurring on the earth. As I looked and behold, a white horse and its rider had a bow and a crown was given to him. He came out conquering and to conquer. Christians usually assume the white horse is Christ because Christ also comes on a white horse, but Christ comes with a sword, not with a bow, as we see in Revelation 19. When you see what this white horse does, you start to realize it is the false Christ or the Antichrist who has deceived the world, the Christian world and the non-religious about prophecies of revelation, about what is going to occur, a lot of deception. Christ warns of this in Matthew 24, in his Olivet Discourse. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming at the end? So the disciples are asking, Lord, what can we look for? What should we expect? Jesus answered them and he said, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. So we are to look for these false Christs coming. 
Christ is telling the disciples here, many will come in my name pretending to be me. See that no one fools you. See that no one tricks you, such as the Antichrist. That will be a huge deception on the world when it occurs. This signifies the rise and fall of peace and a full outpouring of God's judgment. Now, the opening of the second seal, we see the red horse. When he broke the second seal, heard the second living creature saying, Come. And another, a red horse went out. To him who sat on it, it was granted to take peace from the earth. That men would slay one another. Great sword was given to him. We can see this seal representing war. So the red horse represents war. What did Christ say about this in the Olivet Discourse? And you shall hear of wars, rumors of wars. See that you not be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So we see this representing war, rumors of wars. This is spoken of in Daniel also, where he called it the time of the end. We see the black horse when the third seal is opened, Revelation 6. When he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, Come, and I looked, behold, a black horse, and its rider had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, Court of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and wine. This third seal unveils a black horse and its rider representing scarcity, economic turmoil. The high cost of food indicates a time of famine and distress. The visions in Revelation 6 represent a period of tribulation known as the Great Tribulation, or Day of the Lord, which precedes the return of Christ. And I looked and behold, a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they were given authority over one-fourth of the earth, given authority to kill, given authority to kill with famine, pestilence, and by wild beasts of the earth. So what does the pale horse bring forth? Death and Hades. Various forms of destruction upon the earth from war, famine, pestilence, even beasts are contributing to these devastating effects. Now, Christ's prophecy in Matthew goes on to explain these next seals. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famine, pestilence, and earthquakes. There are the third and fourth seals, famine and pestilence, all the death that will result from these worldwide, what we can expect because of our sin. The cry of the martyrs is the fifth seal. The opening of the fifth seal represents the souls of those who were martyred for their faith. They are crying out to God for justice. They're eagerly awaiting the fulfillment of his promises. They have been killed because of their religion, because they did not back down from that. So the martyrs, they're waiting to be avenged. The cry of the martyrs should serve as a reminder. God is just, he will ultimately avenge the persecution of his faithful servants. This cry, it also reflects the reality. God hears prayers of his people. He will bring justice to the oppressed. Cosmic disturbances and the great day of wrath is what occurs during the sixth seal. The opening of the sixth seal reveals these disturbances, the sun turning black, moon becoming like blood, stars falling from the sky. This dramatic imagery it signifies the impending judgment and the fear that will grip the hearts of mankind. Everybody will know what is going on, whether you are a believer or you're not. The cosmic disturbances described in this chapter symbolize the inspiring nature 
of God's judgment. The opening of the seals in Revelation 6 is just the beginning of the judgments that will unfold throughout the book. We see more of this in the terror of the kings and the great men. The impact of these disturbances and the judgment, impending judgment causes the kings and great men, everyone on the earth, to hide in fear. Then the kings of the earth, the great ones, and the generals, and the rich, and the powerful, everyone slave and free, they hid themselves in these caves and among the rocks of the mountains. This reaction, it really highlights the recognition of God's power, inability of status or wealth to protect you from what is coming. It will not matter how much you have acquired in material earthly things for protection. The visions in the chapter remind us of the day of judgment. It's coming. It will bring fear and terror, especially to those who have rejected salvation. And people shall enter the caves of the rocks, holes of the ground, from before the terror of the Lord and from the splendor of his majesty when he rises to terrify the earth. The judgment we see serves as a wake-up call to repent, reminder of the brevity of life, how short life is. Things seem far away. 20 years, 30 years, it goes by very quickly. So the question posed is, for the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand? This is showing the ultimate power of God over all of creation. The visions in this chapter, they may seem overwhelming, but they serve a crucial purpose to remind us there are consequences for our actions and choices. And they call us to turn to God for forgiveness, seek that forgiveness, live a life that is pleasing to him. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe. In the next episode, we discuss chapter seven, the final number, and begin the countdown. If you found this episode enjoyable and would like more content in video form, head on over to YouTube at CSR Revive Mindset. Thank you.